We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? It's Tuesday, August 23rd, and this is KCSN Update, your daily dose of Chiefs news and updates from us here at KC Sports Network. It is Tuesday, and that means we will be joined by The Athletic's Nate Taylor with our five burning questions with him, our weekly segment. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to get into roster building, who stood out in the preseason, and some stuff that uh, I'm sure you're going to find entertaining. And we'll bring Nate on right after this. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. All right, we're about to bring Nate on. We're going to go through who has stood out so far during training camp, who might lead the Chiefs in rushing this season, along with a few other questions that I know you're going to like. But first, let's get a quick word from DraftKings. Kansas, DraftKings Sportsbook is coming to the Sunflower State. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. To celebrate, all new customers will receive $100 in free bets when you sign up using code KCSN. Plus, one lucky customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit is required. Soon you'll be able to bet on money line, spread, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus, you'll be entered to win a $100,000 free bet when you sign up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code KCSN to get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Kansas. Plus, one customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's code KCSN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700. Must be 21 years old. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements. One per customer. $100 issued as four $25 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstake. Void where prohibited. Ends first day DraftKings is allowed to operate in Kansas. See terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas. All right. And now that we've got the bills paid, let's bring on the guy that uh, makes us pay those big bills. Uh, thanks to our friends over at DraftKings and Nate Taylor from The Athletic. Nate, always good to see you, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you um, for having me. I mean, I I help pay the bills is, is what I hope. <laughs> yeah, it all um, works together. Instead of it being, instead of being the, the, the other way around. But, uh, but no, happy to be here. Um, this is our first video without training camp 
like training camp ended last week. It was it was a bit sad. Um, if anybody checked the social media from my good friend Herbie Tiope from the Kansas City Star, yes, we did have a gigantic brunch uh, extravaganza to end this thing. But I'm glad to be here with you, um, getting ready for honestly cut down day. You yep. know, it, it's it's a week away, um, and so with Thursday's game being sort of that last sort of dress rehearsal. Um, we're getting closer, BJ. We're getting closer to, to week one, my friend. Yeah, uh, it's about that time. Uh, we've got a few weird questions in here uh, because we are about a week away from <laughs> real news getting into it with our five burning questions. And one of these uh, started with uh, your pal there on your the Times Hours podcast uh, and Seth Kaiser and Josh Briscoe. Make sure you listen to that podcast as well. They've got some good stuff. But Seth started this uh, on social media, so we're going to get into that a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I... I said on KCSN update yesterday that this is one of the most unique weeks of the NFL year, in my opinion, because you've got people within the football side of the organization working on different things at the same time. Uh, the, the ones mm-hmm. and the coaching staff, they are preparing for Arizona. Um, the personnel staff, they are trying to get this roster down to 53 guys. The twos and threes know they have a game to play on Thursday, but for the most part, those veteran players, they're starting to prepare. They're starting to watch film and game plan uh, for that September 11th game against the Cardinals. So uh, pretty unique time. Uh, and that being said, that is going to be reflected in these questions that we have for Nate. So let's get to the mm. first one. <laughs> Before we get into the basketball stuff that Seth brought up specifically, there's another question. There's a lot of stuff going on on social media yesterday uh, that got really, really interesting. What percentage of chiefs Twitter could gain one yard during an NFL game on a handoff. Um, Chiefs Twitter. So that that's generally, and I'm sort of being a journalist here. That's generally a younger audience. Um, for instance, like my grandparents okay. are not on Fair. Twitter. My 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 dad Facebook is, completely my dad is not on <laughs> Facebook. Oh, completely no different on Facebook. Twitter maybe. That, yeah, like my dad's not on not on Twitter, so I I think it's people in their you know forties and, and and younger, um, generally. Uh, if you're older than that, thank you. But I would say I'm going to be an optimist. I'm going to say half of those folks could get a yard. You know, if you could if you could draw it up in a straight line, you could get a yard in the NFL. Um, would that yard hurt? Extremely. That that you will you will pay for that one yard, but I think you know the more now I'm giving the benefit to the Chiefs' offensive line. Like I'm I'm imagining that Joe Tooney mm-hmm. and Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith they're gonna, they're gonna get some mm-hmm. push. They're they're gonna give you a chance to get a yard. I don't know where that weak side linebacker is coming yep. from or how quickly they're and they coming, know it's you, but like, hey, and they know it's you. Yeah, like right, they're, right. I mean. I'm, I'm gonna. It could be some water boy, some water boy action. I'm yeah. glad we've done a handful of these videos because you know how much I respect you. But that might be the worst <laughs> take you ever had. <laughs> like there is no. no way half of Chiefs Twitter. We had this conversation. Arrowhead Live, Andrew Spruill, were having this conversation. They said anywhere between 05 percent and three percent no. of Chiefs Twitter. I'm telling you, yard, they're not a, running a yard. A yard is they this. are running six yards from where they get the ball. Yeah, this is a yard. And, and so I'm you actually have to that, run seven yards towards those guys yes. that you are around all the time. I no I'm chance. Not, I'm not not a trap, not a counter, not a pitch, not a stretch. I'm talking lead draw. I'm talking just 
point A to point B, you can get a yard. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing again. I'm an optimist. Deer in the headlights. They freeze. <laughs> the the sounds. The people like there are no chance. Maybe guys who played like college football, and there's a lot of guys who played college football. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, like, yes. Yeah. Like we 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 played in high school. Like we you know like <laughs> we high school. No of course. Chance. I mean, I'm gonna get a yard. Of course. I, mean, I have a much better now. This I, conversation. I have much better chance of co- completing a pass. I'm actually confident that I could do that. I've, I'm confident now, I could see, do that's that. Where, but that's where I think the percentage really drops because when anytime someone holds a real NFL football, yep. like like the size that these dudes play with. That ain't the size in, in Target. That ain't the size in like your local Dick Sporting yeah. place. Like those trying to control that thing, and usually now they buffer it down. It's it's not as slick as it is when you oh, buy they take it out care of the box. Yep. Yeah, but I think trying to complete a pass in an NFL game, that is no, 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 no. That's all right. I can go straight forward. There, there's no, there's nothing wrong with me just taking the ball and going forward. Trying to drop back, read a defense. These DBs are very good throwing a football. No, that's where I would get to like the two percent, five percent, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Where it's a, is it is it a is it a screen pass? Is it a swing pass? But if I'm throwing the ball past the line of scrimmage in an NFL setting, hell no. It's but, it's it's too tough. It's it's really there's got to be a way we could not with current guys because there's no way that we could do that. But with former players like. We probably have enough between the two of us that we can get them together, get some pads on them, and just invite Chief Twitter out to a high school football field to be like, "All right, let's let's check this yeah, out." Like, but look, Dustin Crum did this in college, and it's really, really hard. Like, as much as some people may say, like, "Oh, it's the fourth quarter of a preseason game. Like, what does it mean? What does it matter? Like, let's just you know simulate this thing to the regular season." Like, Dustin Crum was really good in college. Is that hard for him? No, it's running forward with a football, not hard. The only hard part is when you get contact. And, of course, I don't think anybody will break tackles. That is of Chiefs Twitter. But trying to drop back and pass a ball forward, that's, Contact balance that's really for Chiefs hard. Twitter is you get bumped, you're down. Negative. These guys are – Negative. These, they're different breed. <laughs> Go down there and stand on the sideline during a regular season NFL game. Like it's just different. So we'll agree to disagree, yeah. but I will never forget you saying half. <laughs> and we're gonna have to I might have to get you a, just get a yard. A yard? Just, and I'll this, agree with Arrowhead Live talking about this. this. It's not just the yard. You're getting the ball. Like you're having to run forward from like five, six yards deep. So it is actually running forward seven yards. And the amount of time it takes, like it, I don't know. Let's move on because we could t- what, we could do an what, entire podcast what? about this, Nate. True, but what if I can get my friends in jet motion? What if I can get them moving before they get the handoff? And all I have to do is move in motion, get the ball, turn left oh, yeah? or right, depending on where the ball is, and, and, get and just the hope that what hope if I the get my guys in motion? Hope the defensive end just doesn't come crashing. We've got we 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 got a tight end chipping already. <laughs> the 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 play design is clear to everybody. We are handing the ball out to this person. While they're in jet motion, at least we got them moving uh, instead of being, yeah, six yards back in, in a stationary position Maybe trying to Let us know in the comment section if you're watching this video and you're familiar with Chiefs Twitter. Uh, let us know in the comment section who you think within Chiefs Twitter could get a yard. I believe in you guys. Well, like and subscribe while you're down there. And let's get into some more. And these are quick hitters because we got to get into the football stuff. Talked about three-on-three basketball game for Chiefs media who the best team would be. Put together your all-star team. This is quick hitters. All-star team, three-on-three basketball. Who are the first three picks in the draft? 
Uh, I'm going to give my guy Carrington from 6'10". I'm going to give him a nod. He, he speaks very highly of himself. He's got length, got some athleticism. I'll give it to him. Uh, I'm going to remove myself from this because, okay. uh, you know, I am, I'm an objective journalist. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Ken, Ken Swanson. I'm going to give him a, a, a lovely shout out. I'm going to let him the do this. The two loudest thing. guys in he's this got, space right now. <laughs> of course, of course. I mean, come on. I mean, he, he, he's got some combo guard yep. to him. Um, and I would say, ooh, the third person, that's where it gets tricky because, you know, am I trying to build this team to win or am I trying to build this team to get buckets? Um, ooh, that's a good question. I'm, I'm going to say, hmm, no, don't want to give it to him. No, don't want to give it to him. Go ahead and speak out loud. No. Tell us who you're thinking and canceling in your brain. No, I, 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 I thought about Herbie. No, not enough ball handling skills. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I can see him dribbling. Um, I kind of want to give it to my guy Matt Derrick in the low post. Yep. Um, I, you know, because we need size and we need. You know, I think he's more athletic than people may anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody like Sam McDowell wants me to say his name. I've said it, but not. In the let's leave. Life. Let's so leave I'm it there because let's move on to a foursome scramble in golf. Now that's where I may give, like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. No, I was give, thinking myself, give, that, but yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll give, um, I'll give Adam Teicher some love yeah. here. Um, I think there's a chance that I don't play golf. Okay. I, I have no desire. Uh, I have no patience, apparently. Um, so I don't know everybody who plays golf on on the media beat. Um, I'll give it to Mackenzie Nelson. I know she plays golf uh, from 41. Um, I'm thinking of a fourth person. Uh, I'll give it to Haley Lewis as well. I I know that they, um, her and Mackenzie play golf from time to time. So I'll give it to them. Um, But yeah, this is uh, trying to find that third basketball player that I have like full confidence in. That's not, that's not us again, not us, not the two people on screen, because again, we're, we're trying to do this in an objective. All right, I got to get on. We got to move on to the next question. The next one for next week, just keep this in the memory bank. I'll give you this one ahead of time. Flag football team. I need you to put together your seven on seven flag football team with chiefs media. So we'll get to okay. that next week. Let us know in the comment section who you would pick for the seven on seven flag football team for chiefs media. Um, all right. Second burning question, Nate, and we'll go through these pretty quickly. Uh, who is making this team that not enough people are talking about right now? Ooh, that, are, that is not making enough. T- I mean, this is somewhat of a recency bias, but I would probably say Danny Shelton. <laughs> um, I just believe Danny Shelton's probably going to make the team. He's a large human being. Um, I, I believe in the idea of, hey, let's have this ginormous one tech, you know, possibly two, possibly three, depending on the, sort of the way they align. That could really help Chris Jones. That could help on early downs. Um, hey, maybe you take Chris Jones off the field on first down. I know that sounds somewhat blasphemy, but, like, if you had Derek Nadi and Danny Shelton, good luck running the football on first yeah. down. So um, he didn't play a ton in Saturday's game just because it was his first game. Uh, he had only been with the team for about a week, I believe. Um, but Danny Shelton, the defensive tackle, who technically, and I say this very kind, technically is listed as 345 pounds, we do not know the accuracy of that. I have not seen him on a scale. Uh, but he he is a large human being who is more athletic than you realize. Yeah. Super strong. Can close off any A-gap, uh, potentially B-gaps too. Uh, I'll give it to Danny Shelton just because he hasn't played a lot. And he's just here. Uh, 
relatively new. All right, I'll throw this out there because I think one of the more interesting ones that I've been following because on my original 53-man projection I had last week, I had DiCaprio Boodle in there, but then we saw Chris Lamonts come out and play really well. And then Jalen Watson, mm-hmm. who I also had in there, is one of those guys as a late-round pick that's been playing really, really well. Um, it's going to be interesting to yes. see the youth movement. I know Steve Spagnuolo was, talked about, uh, was asked about it um yesterday regarding the youth movement versus veterans and all of those things we know dave tobe has got a huge part of this as well uh and now i've got it my third burning question might be my favorite one and i think i actually teased it and you heard it earlier uh but who's going to finish leading the chiefs in rushing this season because we've spent a lot of time on these videos the last couple weeks talking about (laughs) isaiah pacheco uh but we know clyde edwards lair is going to be the guy to get it going from the beginning so when it's all said and done who do you think is going to lead the chiefs in rushing can I be boring and just say Clyde? You can be. It has to be Clyde. Go with what you feel. It, it has to. It has to be Clyde. Um, ladies and gentlemen, like it's okay to acknowledge that Clyde Edwards-Alaire is your is your running back one. Like that isn't going to change. Um, you know, when I, when we entered training camp, I thought, hey, maybe Ronald Jones, if everything went perfectly for him, might take over that starting job. Uh, that has not been the case. This is it. And you know, I, I wrote about Clyde before training camp started because we had a real nice conversation where look he acknowledged the urgency the need for him to have you know a breakout season in his third year in the nfl um i love isaiah pacheco we all do um by the way those fans who showed up to saturday's game (laughs) and was like well i mean do we have tape do we have a marker let's just put pacheco over over tyreek hill i mean hey that is that is what fandom is all about. Like the ability to move on in the in the first game <laughs> at Arrowhead Stadium post Tyreek Hill. That was I, I truly enjoyed that on Saturday, seeing that on social media, on Twitter. Um, so to whoever those two fans are, like um, a tip of the cap to you in terms of fandom. But I think honestly, it's probably got to be Clyde. Yeah. I think it's 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 seventeen games for you to get a thousand yards. Um, and then, of course, we assume that they will use Clyde Moore as a receiver, which they haven't really shown in the preseason. I don't expect them to. Um, that's something that, yeah. as you mentioned earlier, BJ, that's stuff you can work on now as you get ready for Arizona. Like, hey, here are two or three screen passes that we sort of ID that can work in certain down and distances. Hey, is there a chance for you to run, you know, a sophisticated route out of the backfield if it's a corner route, if it's a wheel route? Um, yeah. I just think – the burden is on him now. It's yeah. it's really odd because I think they wanted a running back by committee when training camp began. I don't know if they really um, fully accomplished mm-hmm. that because Pacheco, for all the reasons that you guys have put out uh, in the videos that I've really enjoyed watching, he still has things to learn, but all the physical traits yeah. are there. So he just needs experience, which could take time. But I think Clyde, it, this is his opportunity. And it's a boring answer. Um, but I hope Chiefs fans understand that, like, this is the reason why you drafted him in the first round, because eventually you hope that potential will meet the production um, as to where he was taken in the draft, because you can't go back on that. You can only you can only go forward um, with him. And if he can stay consistent and durable, he should lead the team in rushing, even though Jared McKinnon is probably your third down rack. And yes, the change of pace back appears to be Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, I agree. And I, I've been clamoring for since they drafted him. I thought he was going to be more involved with the running game or the passing game, the screen game, all of those things. Because mm-hmm. Clyde Edwards' skill set, he moves laterally so well. 
that if you get him in space, that first guy's not going to tackle him. Now, I'm not talking about getting through the line of scrimmage, getting through the first level to you know break through the second level, mm-hmm. make a linebacker miss. I'm talking to you get a screen with him, and he's one-on-one with the linebacker in space. I don't think that linebacker is going to make that tackle. Now, he probably is going to get chased down from behind. He's not going to run away from people in the way that Pacheco and that Jarek McKinnon have more of that skill set. But his rookie year, he came out and played, got banged up last year. This is a huge opportunity for him, and I think people have written him off a little bit too quickly. So as much as we've talked about Pacheco and being excited about him, that's not in place of what Clyde could be. And I think to your point, this is a huge opportunity for Clyde because now he's experienced. He knows he's been in the offense long enough that he should know it at the level of being a featured back. He was banged up last year. He's coming back healthy. He's the guy. They brought in competition to push him a little bit. We'll learn something about Claudia Edwards-Elaire. And I don't – we talked about yesterday the the stock down I had is the Chiefs running game, um, which is always going to be the case with Mm -hmm. Andy Reid. But we just haven't seen success in the preseason. 30 carries for 45 yards from those guys isn't going to get it done. But I still have confidence that on a third and one situation, they're going to run that little fullback trap that they always run, <laughs> and they're going to get that first down in the running game. Uh, but y- Michael Burton, he's super, super. And then they're going to reverse pitch off of it. We've seen it before. I'm not giving secrets away that against Buffalo with Jamal back on a fourth and one, then he scored a touchdown on in that game. It was at Buffalo. I'll never forget that play. I'm pretty sure it's the same exact play, and they just turned and pitched it to the outside. Teams start selling out on those third and shorts because everyone know, should know is paying attention what they're going to run. Right. Uh, eventually, they're going to run the counters off of it. Uh, and then we'll come back on that following Tuesday and we'll talk about it uh, with Nate. But we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You talked about uh, Tyreek Hill earlier, and that's a great segue into this one because I want to know who finishes with more receiving yards this season, Tyreek Hill or Juju Smith-Schuster? Okay. The, the quarterback here is the, is the variable, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, um, which is probably why you're jumping right now, BJ, on your side of the screen. It's, it's the more you think about it, it's, about it yeah he's gonna get the football. not that they don't have other weapons down there but like they get him a lot right. of money they are going to give him the ball as much as they absolutely can and as much as i like to and full disclosure and i'll say this point i was happy when miami took Tua because i didn't want him to go to the chargers and i was happy when they got herbert i was completely like i look like an idiot i'm not gonna go against that that's what i thought i was completely wrong <sighs> And right. I'm just putting that out there. That yeah. was my opinion. I don't know if I said it publicly a lot at the time because I couldn't 
say a lot of you know analysis like that. Uh, but I internally was excited because I did not want Tua to go to the Chargers. That being yeah, said, you go um, ahead and answer your question. I just threw myself under the bus for no reason. But yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm glad that you that you were honest enough to to share that with our audience. Um, no, I I I think the more I think about it. And by the way, you know, BJ does not give me these questions uh, ahead of time, so these are my real reactions as I sort of shift through my my own brain processing this. But the, the quarterbacks here are the variables. I also think the play callers too. Like we don't really know how Mike McDaniel is going to yeah, utilize Tyreek Hill. By the way, Tyreek Hill has not played in the preseason. I believe yep. uh, he didn't play last weekend, um, even though Tua did. Uh, and so they are they're doing a very good job of concealing anything that they could show uh, to and, us that they're going to. In September. And Mike McDaniel's brilliant to put that in there. If anybody hasn't doesn't know a lot about yeah. him, like he is widely respected as a play caller, play designer. Yes. Um, Kyle Shanahan got a lot of credit up there, but like Mike McDaniel is a dude. So that they're going to yes. figure out some ways to get Tyreek in some, some good situations. Right. Um, so I think based on production and who they've been throughout the course of their career, the, the longevity of their mm-hmm. careers, the answer is probably Tyreek Hill, but here's why it's probably closer than, than we realize, which is why it's a very fun, interesting question to think about. You know, I think, for all the things Sky Moore offers, for all the length and speed that MVS gives the Chiefs, I still think, you know, it's, it's Travis Kelsey and then it's Juju Smith-Schuster yeah. for me in terms of targets, in terms of potential yards, effectiveness in the middle of the field um, for the offense. That, that makes it obviously easy for Patrick Mahomes. Um, I know Patrick Mahomes can get through a 17-game season. I don't know if Tua can. I don't know how this whole operation is going to look. Um, because two is a smaller quarterback who has had injury issues in the past. Um, so I, I want to say Tyree by like a slight edge, um, just because he has the breakaway ability. Yep. He has the big playability, um, that Juju, you know, can give every now and then, but you know, there's a reason why Tyree kills the fastest player in the league. And I know some people on the athletic, on the athletic, some of our subscribers are like, when are you going to stop calling him? the fastest player in the league. Well, when, when you can show me <laughs> yeah. somebody who is faster than this yeah. man, which is his whole dynamic for any offense, uh, let alone what he did with the chiefs. So it's a, it's a great question. Um, I have so much trust and sort of confidence in Juju Smith yeah. based on what I've seen in training camp, even though he hasn't shown it in a preseason game yet. Uh, but I will give the slight edge to Tyreek Hill. All right. right now. If Tua does not make it through the season, the Dolphins backup quarterback is more than capable of stepping in and playing and that Skyler man Skyler. there's not a player in the league Ooh. that doesn't play for the chiefs. I think that I am rooting for more um, than Skyler Thompson. When was, the, when, when was the last time we had a seventh round quarterback out here slinging it? Like it's impressive. Um, and it's, it's a hell of a fairy tale yeah. story. Some people are suggesting that he will make the roster over Teddy Bridgewater. Like, like that is, that is nuts. Or the idea that like, trade Teddy Bridgewater because someone may need a, a, a more serviceable backup where we got Skyler who hasn't yeah. made really any mistakes in game like settings and That's his you know, given his own situation yeah. yeah given his own situation he would have been drafted a lot higher in the draft but based on his situation um a, a team took you know one of those late round flyers on him and yeah. uh based on the offense it seems to really suit him very well um we know that you know, that, that Shanahan system 
it can make quarterbacks live real it, nice. It sounds and so it's a, it's a great it's a great thing. It for sounds Chicago. dumb because we get so enamored, you know, scouting players and watching their arm strength and their accuracy and all those things that we can see from the outside. But just being around him, he's Skylar Thompson's one of those quarterbacks. He just wins. He just knows how to win. Mm-hmm. His teammates are going to support him. He, he's going to do whatever he needs to do, do to go out there and win a football game. It's not always going to be pretty. He's going to get the tough yards. He's going to make the right decisions. All of those things that you want in either a backup quarterback or when he steps in and get his opportunity, he's not. The, it's not going to be too big for him. And his teammates aren't not going to believe in him because of the way that he goes about his business. Yeah. You talk to anyone who's been around him at K-State, and they will say nothing but glowing things about that dude. We had a chance to sit down and talk with him a little bit at the Shrine Bowl when we went out there and he played phenomenal that entire week out there. And Eric Galco, the executive director of the East West Shrine Bowl was saying how impressed the coaches were with him. And so it's not a surprise mm-hmm. that he, he got says, a pick and he just, he's, he's exactly what you want a quarterback and we're biased, but he, yeah. he's yes. Well, but, but these, but these are truth. These are truthful, honest yeah. things. Like when, when we talked to him at the combine, he sounds like a coach. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the, in the highest respects, like he, he has an ability to process things, I think, in a very um, interesting manner. And then the way he sort of explains it verbally um, gave me like it, it sort of surprised me because, you know, I, I cover the NFL. I'm not, you know, watching every college football game, although I'm aware of the local teams. And so what I see on tape and then obviously what I hear, you're like, oh, well, this is now this is more intriguing. Like now I'm like, I'm. Yeah. Like you talk to him, and I'm like, wow, this this dude sounds really self-assured yeah. and also really knows how to make good process of elimination, yeah. good process of like understanding the defense and coverages, and makes and look, playing quarterback at any level ultimately comes down to the decisions. Right. Um, and he's making quality decisions when given the opportunity. Um, and yes, yeah, sometimes we build players up based on where they were drafted. But I can't like since I've been covering the league, you know, for going on six years now, I don't remember a seventh round quarterback having this much buzz, having this much success yeah. in a preseason. He's got the inner confidence. You know, it's a lot every quarterback's gonna exude confidence, you know, outwardly. But he's got that inner I'll call it like inner peace and that he's in the pocket. He knows how to maneuver the pocket. He doesn't freak out when bodies are flying around him at the NFL level. We saw it in the highlights Mm -hmm. of his game last week, late in the game when he's making throws. There are defensive ends rushing up. He's stepping up. He's moving his feet around a little bit. He Mm -hmm. doesn't panic. He has that inner peace inside that pocket, that inner confidence that my job is to stand here, get a platform where I can deliver the ball down the field. And what you see with a lot of young quarterbacks, the reason we don't see a lot of seventh rounders is their feet start moving a whole lot. They bail on the pocket. They throw (laughs) off platform inaccurately. Skylar Thompson, the entire time you watch him at K-State, he was always comfortable. And he had that inner peace, that inner confidence that he can stand in the pocket mm. and deliver the ball down the field. Um, all right, let's move on to the fifth and final question here with The Athletics. Nate Taylor, make sure you subscribe to The Athletic, not only just for Nate's work, but all the great work that they do over there. And make sure you're listening to his podcast with Josh Briscoe and Seth Kaiser called Times Hours. Uh, three guys that uh, all have a little bit different personality, different takes, but uh, it would work together very, very well. All right. How do you see the AFC West finishing? Give me first, second, third, fourth place. Um, I love this question because I think about it almost every day, okay. uh, especially once we started watching preseason games, right? Um, I, I've said this publicly, and I'll say it here, BJ. I am intoxicated. I'm still high on Justin Herbert. I 
watching this man in person, you're just like, if this if this man gets a defense, if this man gets an offensive line, if he makes better decisions at times, yeah. he's he's the perfect he's the perfect quarterback villain for Patrick Mahomes. I know that man already exists. He is in Buffalo, ladies and gentlemen. He is terrifying. Um, but for the division yeah. to have a real rivalry, the Chargers need to be the Chargers need to be that team. Yeah. So I think it's either like there are some days where I go like, man, it's hard to it's it, you have to give the benefit of the doubt to the Chiefs. Like it's hard to disagree with the best quarterback coach combination in the division. Like that's just who the Chiefs are. Um, I'm not really saying anything that's like controversy in that. Um, much of this season for the Chargers will come down to the coaching decisions of Brandon. Yeah. That's just that's just the that's just the reality. And, and um, because some of the dis- them. yeah, it's yeah, always health. Yeah, right. It's always health. True. Can Khalil Mack make a 17? Can he get through a 17 game season? That is the question, ladies and gentlemen. I, you don't think about it a lot, but but I do. Can Khalil Mack get through 17 games? Because if you look at his Pro Football Reference page, yeah. recent history suggests that that is not likely. The GM um, that the GM that traded Khalil Mack, I may or may not have texted USOB as soon as he traded him to the Chargers. That's like you son of a bitch. You should not have done that. And I just got like L- hey, I got like an LOL back. Fucking hey, dude, let the rebuild begin in Chicago. Yeah. Um. So it's either Chiefs Chargers. Um. For this sake, I will say that both teams will split the games in the regular season. Like I probably think the Chiefs will win in week two. And I think the Chargers will probably respond later in the season. Um, I, I really think about this almost every day. I think the chiefs will probably win the division by like the tiniest of margins. It could come down to the last week of the regular season. I have the chargers two. Um, I have the Raiders three. I can't trust the Broncos. I, I just, wow. I don't know. Okay. I just, I can't, I can't. Yeah. like, I Do you have, think like, that motherfucker out in Vegas is going to be the quarterback. Anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Google Tom Brady, Derek Carr, and that motherfucker's kind of <laughs> good though. He's a Pro Bowl level quarterback. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, people... right? Well, well, I mean, I, I will give Derek Carr this. He is better than you realize. Fair. And all the things that we all the things that people used to say about Alex Smith, pick those things up and transfer them all over to Derek Carr. Um, now it's unfortunate that Derek Carr is in a division that is literally a gauntlet, right? Um, and so that his success rate is somewhat diminished. Um, if you look at at our our website, the Athletic, if you look at Mike Sando, our lovely national mm-hmm. NFL writer, he will explain in great detail. The Raiders have tried to um, counteract this man's actions at every turn. They cannot draft well. Their defense has been abysmal for the last five to six years, basically since Patrick Mahomes has been in the league. Yep. Uh, their coaching, bit rough, bit rough. Now, Gruden at some point did help him, but Gruden did not do the things for Derek Carr that we all anticipated early on when that hire was made. Yeah. And so really, the organization has not done Derek Carr a bit of service the way that you know the quarterback and the organization have to work together in tandem. Yep. Um, but I still think they're better than the Broncos. I, We are from the show-me state. And I need the Broncos to show me that is that is ultimately what I'm getting at. Now, what we just saw on Saturday was the Broncos twos versus the Bills twos. It was not pretty. The Broncos can't have injuries. Right. They need Russell Wilson to really 
they need Russell Wilson to do magical things. He has to be an MVP for them to compete and go to the playoffs. If the Broncos make the playoffs, Russell Wilson is the league's MVP. He will, he will have to do magical things and Nathan Hackett will have to do a better job than Staley did last year. And Staley did a fine job. His team was in a position to make the playoffs in week 17. I don't know if Nathaniel Hackett will get his team through the season in the same way where they'll have a chance to make it to the postseason. So, for the Broncos, I'm really putting a lot on this, but I think the Broncos are maybe two years away mm-hmm. or a year and a half away. Uh, I feel like the Chargers are ready to compete right now for obvious reasons. The quarterback's on a rookie deal, and they have built that roster alongside him. The Raiders are a competent team. Uh, I know that sounds weird to say, but the Raiders are a competent organization. They feel like they're moving closer to competency um, than before. And I, I trust Derek Carr. I trust – it's weird, like – do I trust Derek Carr more than I trust Russell Wilson? It's closer than you think, kids. It's closer than you think. I haven't watched enough of Russell Wilson when he has struggled to to be there with you on that take. I have seen Derek Carr play very well, and I have seen Derek Carr mm-hmm. look like somebody who should not be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You gave Bob Sutton, you could say whatever you want about Bob. Bob Sutton had Derek Carr's number. And mm-hmm. I just I can't get there with Derek Carr. I, I there are a few players probably in the league that I respect as people more than Derek Carr, and so I take shots at him his ability just because I grew up a Chiefs fan and I hate the Raiders, and he's the face of the Raiders, and I'm never gonna back <laughs> right. away from that. Right. But as a person, I have a lot of respect for who he is and how he represents himself. Uh, but on the field, I just I can't get there with him yet, and I agree with you for for the Broncos to. To me, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos is just they're going to ruin somebody's season, whether it's a big win against the Chargers late in the season where they just they have Russell Wilson is good enough to go out there and win a couple key games to keep somebody else from really getting through Mm. because the division is that much stronger. Mm. But I don't think consistently the Broncos are going to be good enough to compete over 17 games. I think the Chiefs are too talented to do it, and they've been there before, and I think that veteran leadership over the course of doing something like starting a season two and three and then turning it around because they don't all panic. You see with the chargers, they start off strong. And then as soon as something starts to go bad, it all just kind of starts tumbling or they have injuries. And it's just, there's always been a different story with the chargers, just not being able to get over a couple of key injuries. And I wouldn't say key guys like Derwin James going down. That's not a small injury. That's a huge injury, but I love Derwin James. If their team is healthy with JC Jackson, like you said, Cleo Mack Bosa, I mean, they have got a gauntlet of people um, that I don't, if they play their absolute best, they will go toe to toe with the chiefs this season. That's the team Mm -hmm. for me. And I think to your Derek Carr and Devontae Adams being together, I think they can kind of play spoiler in the same way that I can see the Broncos doing it. I just can't see him doing it consistent enough um, throughout the course of a season to go win anything special. Same reason they get into the playoffs. They're not going to make a lot of noise just because they're not going to be able to beat multiple types of teams. And the margin of error for them is so small because they're not more talented than the other teams that they're playing against, which means you need the other teams to kind of come down to your level. So, um, all right, before we say goodbye to everybody, Nate, I'll give you a chance to plug whatever you've got working on uh, for the athletic. What can people expect from you and where can they follow and find your stuff? Yeah. I'm on Twitter. It's by Nate Taylor. It's the athletic.com. As we get closer to September, we're going to have some promotional deals. So hopefully next week, as we get closer to cut down day, 
Um, I'll, I will give people this promotional code that they can use to get the athletic for even less uh, right now. I think it's two ninety nine if you look on uh, various sort of deals that we have on the app. Lastly, it's an annual tradition, BJ. Every every August, I write about Jody Fortson, kids. <laughs> Jody Fortson is yet again, um, he was a big star in Saturday's game, so I'm just going to dive a little bit deeper into his background, really give you an idea as to how he came back from an Achilles tear sooner than most athletes. Yep. Um, and that's a credit to him. That's a credit to sort of his work ethic. And look, the idea that the quarterback trusts him, that Patrick Mahomes – and Jody Fortson uh, is just another element to this offense that makes this team really unpredictable. Um, so that's what's going to be on the athletic here very soon. Hopefully by the time you, you see this, uh, it'll be there. But, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. And then, yeah, um, in a little bit we'll be working on the Ross projections. And hopefully for the first time I will get all 53 players right. That's the goal. Uh, but every now and then Brett Beach, Mike Berganzi, they all sort of uh, change things up on you. But you never know. There's always trades that could happen at this yep. time of the year that you can't necessarily foresee. So, um, so yeah, so that's why I'm working on The Athletic. And thanks again for having me on, BJ. And hopefully people got through the basketball to get to the heart of the truth, which is yep. I, I, I'm, I'm intoxicated by, by Justin Herbert. I, I just – guys, I, he could be really, really, really special. Jeff Schwartz like, tried to tell I, us all, and I wasn't listening. I just kept watching yeah, an accurate yeah. leader at a big program. And that was enough for me. That's my, that's my killer. Like, that's what gets me. He's like, Hey, he's yeah. accurate. Uh, and when Tyreek said, he's the most accurate quarterback in the league. It's like, I can't, he's not the most accurate quarterback in the league, but coming out like very accurate at Alabama could move inside the pocket, played in big games, mm -hmm. leader, all those things. Like, I don't want to face that dude. Give me the, the wild card. Uh, Cause you don't know if he's going to pan out and then he fucking pans out. So <laughs> He's only he's only been awesome. He's only like a lot of people will say statistically, you could make you could make an argument that he's had the best statistical start in certain ways uh, compared to Mahomes. Now he played Mahomes didn't as a rookie, which is always going to be part of right. that conversation. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people have Josh Allen for their projected MVP. That's okay. Josh Allen is amazing. Yeah. Josh Allen is really really good. That roster is awesome. Justin Herbert's kind of my dark horse to win the MVP. All right. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> we will say, and I've said this before, I said it during free agency. If the Chiefs or when the Chiefs go out and win the AFC West, I believe for a seventh straight season, I will be, yeah, and I'm pretty sense. low key. I don't make a lot of big prognostication. I don't do that a lot. I will be freaking insufferable. Nate, because of how <laughs> cocky the rest of the division was. And it was every fan base. So they got Devonte Adams, Raiders fans like this is it. And yeah. the NFL mm -hmm. sells hope like no other <laughs> or right. place or uh, professional, you know, uh, sports league. Out there. Yeah. yeah especially right. out there. I will be absolutely insufferable. The chiefs go out there and win the division again, because of everyone doing literally going all in Russell Wilson, Devonte Adams, everything the chargers have done and the chiefs still go out there and mm -hmm. do it. I want to be in the room like a fly on the wall in the other three organizations when they just look at you like the hell are we supposed to do? Like we can't literally can't throw more money or do more than we did. And we still can't beat these freaking guys. Can't wait to see yeah, it. it. Can't it, wait to see it. That's why, that's why it's going to be a great season, man, because it, it's, it's all built up to, uh, to be, super duper fun yep. um and each week it may you know each week the division standings may change and that's that's kind of what you want as a competitor and i appreciate andy Reid, 
you know, and he, whenever I've talked to him uh, both individually and ever he's been at the podium, you know, in these press conferences, he says like, I don't mind it. That's how everybody gets better. Yeah. Like you're a competitor. You want to bring some, you want to bring some better competition. Well, that's, that's the whole goal of this. Yeah. So um, for Andy Reid to not shy away, that obviously will filter down to the roster. And I think the guys are eager to demonstrate themselves yet again, what they have to prove on the field, because that's the best thing about the NFL, BJ. You have to prove yeah. it every Sunday. There's really no hiding. There. And the, the margins of error are getting smaller and smaller, in my opinion, yeah. um, especially for teams that, that know how to just, you know, manage their, their salary cap, and their roster yeah. construction a little bit better. Um, but you got to prove it. And uh, there's no hiding on Sundays. That, that maturation of Chiefs fans, you know, a few years ago, uh, you know, player gets injured. He's banged up during the week. It's like, oh, I hope that guy doesn't play. That's going to give us a better chance. And now it's like, you know what? We're going to say we're the best. Fuck it. Go out there. Put your best out there. I want to go out there and beat them because you can't act yeah. like you're the best and uh, <laughs> not become Patriots fans from back in the day, which is all we clamored about for years. Just don't become Patriots fans. Uh, and then we kind of did. <laughs> so you can't have that. And then uh, root for, you know, not facing the best on Sunday. So Ops, uh, great stuff, Nate. Appreciate you for joining us. We'll continue to have Nate here on KCSN Update at KC Sports Network each Tuesday moving forward. Uh, please go ahead, like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about uh, his pick of Justin Herbert uh, for league MVP and saying half of Chiefs Twitter could gain a yard uh, carrying a handoff in an NFL game. Those are two, two big takes from Nate today. But we appreciate you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.